This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Rubin. Hey, Suzanne. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. It's good. I've been uh, enjoying myself these days. San Francisco is nice. I feel like it's starting to turn into winter. Oh, no. Don't say that. I love it. <laughs> well, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, you, we were talking the other day about rainy days, actually. I and, love um, rainy, rainy days. weather. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you said how much you love them and how much you love shooting in rainy weather. Yeah. And I'm wondering if we can talk a little bit more about that. Sure. I love the idea of understanding the right light to shoot under. Well, we've established that photography is painting with light. Yes, that's true. So, so the light is an important ingredient. I do feel like I should be channeling my inner Dutch master or something. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's sort of a saying, I don't know if it was Cartier-Bresson or some famous photographer mm-hmm. um, once said that if you can see it, you can photograph it. Okay. And um, because my personal style of photography is, is sort of documentary and kind of real, I uh-huh. want to see what's really going on. Uh, I am very much opposed to artificially lighting a scene. What if it's super dark at night and you feel like you need that flash? I don't care. Don't do it. (laughs) Because the flash changes the event completely. Mm -hmm. It's like we're all sitting around a campfire and snuggled and we're being lit by the glow of the flame and flash? Suddenly what? We're in daylight? (laughs) You know, we're fully lit? No one looks good in that. Nobody looks good. We're all werewolves with like those glowing pupils. Nobody looks good in that kind of – and so I'm also – you know, there's all that funny thing. You ever been in like a stadium game of some kind and people are taking huh? flash pictures? Yeah, yeah. Like their flash is going to illuminate the field <laughs> <laughs> or, or in airplanes. You know, you don't see too much of the flash photography anymore, but it used to be like a magic cube on your camera and it would flash. Oh, and I would, remember those and they'd uh, burn out. It would burn out, yeah. But um, no, camera technology has, has gotten a lot better to a point that – you you have I mean the controls on a camera on a manual camera mm-hmm. are basically adjusting both how big the aperture is how much light comes in yeah. how fast the shutter speed is how quickly it's sort of sampling what's going on out there and then sort of today we have this new thing we also add which is how sensitive the film is mm-hmm. in the old days you'd buy a roll of film and it was 400 ASA or ISO right it had a kind of okay. a, it had a number that was <laughs> that uh, relative to how sensitive it was to light got it and if the number was smaller and smaller it was um less sensitive. So it needed more light to expose it. So if you're out on a sunny day, you'd want to have a real low number there. And if mm-hmm. you're it's in the dark, you'd want a big get a roll of film that had a big number on it. But digital cameras do this automatically. You can change that number. It's the ISO. Uh, that's oh. about as technical as I'm going to get. Yeah. But you can make that number and the bigger it gets, the more sensitive the the sensors are. But the flip side is the more sensitive they are, the more noise, the more grainy Hmm. noises in the picture. So if I crank that that ISO all the way up to 10,000, some huge number, it may get a lot of light, you know, it'll it'll absorb that light, but it's also going to be a lot grainy. You're going to see in a black 
what would normally be a, an, an even black field, you're going to see sparkles and weird stuff in it. Got it. So, that aren't really there. That aren't really there. They're artifacts of the, of the technology. And it's similar to what you'd have on film where it would be grainy. That's what someone would say. That's grainy. So would it matter if the ISO, I know we're not supposed to be super, super technical, but I've just learned something. <laughs> um, what does it, does it actually mean that you'd turn that up if you were shooting in a darker setting? Yes. Okay. Yeah, very much so. Uh, but you got to kind of balance that with, with shutter speed and, mm-hmm. and, and how grainy you're willing to accept. Like a person can't hold a camera super steady when the shutter speed gets really low. Mm-hmm. So at some point I have to stop making it slower and slower, you know, a, a longer and longer shutter speed. And I got to compensate with the next thing, which would, might be the F-stop where I want to have the aperture open more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And usually that number means that the F-stop number is getting smaller when the opening is up bigger. <laughs> do you ever shoot on a tripod when you're shooting I, in low light? I do. If it's getting really, I mean, if we're shooting stars or it's uh-huh. out uh, a, a nighttime scene and I really want a crisp picture, it has to be on a tripod because the minute you get below 60th of a second, a 30th of a second, mm-hmm. it's hard to handhold. I can lean against something and I can usually take a steady picture with a DSLR down to sometimes like a quarter second. Uh-huh. But that is rough, and I might take a few to get there. Yeah. But the, the key is the ISO. But I, I kind of want to throw all this this talk away because yeah. our phones do all of this automatically. Okay. And it's amazing, which means you don't need the flash. Mm-hmm. They are going to adjust all of the parameters that make up an image, the sensitivity, how it's going to sample, all that stuff. It's going to do a very good job. And so what I would encourage people to do is turn off their flash, and if they are in a dark room that's lit by a candle, then their pictures are going to be dark and lit by a candle. Mm-hmm. And it will be okay. Like, they're not – I think they need to start settling into – I mean, it's hard to be told that. But yeah. I, I find the pictures taken in that sort of environment are super nice. It's real. They're sensual. It's human. It doesn't freak out everyone. And no one gets upset that you're taking pictures if there's no flash. Mm-hmm. Every time there's a performance and there are, like, no cameras and mm-hmm. all this stuff – their concern are the flashes. Right. Well, it's, it's so distracting. It's totally distracting. And it takes people out of what they're doing. If you're trying to do candid photography or, right. or capture a real moment, you aren't going to use a flash. So, uh, so I would encourage you that when you are out in the world and you're taking pictures, even if it's dark, don't let that stop you. Mm-hmm. Just hold still. You know, hold really still and take a few to try to get what you're trying to do. And there may be blur. There might be a little motion blur, but it's real. Have you taken portraits by starlight? Wow. I just wondering. <laughs> it's not a lot of light. <laughs> I think most people who are taking pictures with starlight um, are doing sort of special effects. They're taking a picture. Because they get time that, lapse or with something. A super, with a long, multi, many second kind of exposure to get the mm. stars. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing a different exposure to get the ground, and then they're putting them together in Photoshop or something like that. Got it. It's really, to get to get a timed exposure of stars, it's going to need to sit open for a while, and the stars move. Yeah. Or actually, the stars aren't moving. The Earth moves. Moving. <laughs> but it looks like they're moving, and you'll get star trails. You'll get right. these kind of lines. And that's its own cool kind of fun thing to do. Yeah. But it's, that's not what you're going for. If you're trying to... I don't think you can light by starlight, mm-hmm. but I have taken pictures of portraits by moonlight. Okay. The moon is just as bright as the sun mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, it's like if you're taking a picture of with the moon in it, okay. the exposure of that little circle, it's like a sunny day. 
Like, that's yeah. bright. And that's why it's very hard to get a picture of the moon and other things. Yes. Because either that's a white dot, <laughs> or if you have any detail in it, you see nothing else. Right. Okay? Um, and you can do that sort of special effects stuff, mm-hmm. where or HDR, where you're exposing the ground and the moon sort of differently. Um, my secret to get sort of those kinds of pictures is not to wait till it's midnight and the moon is full and it's the only illumination source, but get it at like sunset. Mm-hmm. If you can get a moonrise at sunset so the earth is being lightly illuminated, you can expose oh, both uh-huh. e- more evenly and get the moon looking with some detail in it and the earth looking kind of normal. With multiple shots. Or one in shot. The same. One shot. Wow. You can pull that off. And I think an iPhone can do that. Yeah. But it's not... So it makes, certainly, uh, for me, more excited about moonrises when the, it's still daylight mm-hmm. at some level. I want to bring it back to rain, rainy photos. Okay. I um, sure like this. Do you have any, I don't know, pieces of advice or... Uh, Things, you know, we can work on our next rainy day here in San Francisco and beyond on um, a rainy day portrait. Yeah, I, I think the way I would frame it is not – you don't need the rain. It's not mm-hmm. necessary – although the rain is a cool-looking element. I, we talked before a little bit about environmental yeah. effects. But I think from a lighting standpoint, it's any time it's overcast. Okay. Cloudy days, overcast days, they create an even diffusion. It, it's as if you're a professional and you have a light with a with a filter on it mm-hmm. and it's casting a really beautiful glow on mm-hmm. your subject. I find that everybody, human skin, or maybe animal skin too, but at least human skin. <laughs> I mean, it might work for your pets. <laughs> Human skin looks great with this diffuse light Mm -hmm. and looks terrible. I'll stand by that. It looks terrible in bright sun. Yeah. So next time it's a – if you are being tasked with taking a picture of your friends Mm -hmm. or or something like – or you want a portrait of yourself, wait for that overcast day or be in shade, Mm -hmm. something like that, so you're evenly, smoothly illuminated. And then you won't have like – bag, you know, dark yeah. shadows under your eyes or, or weird, under your, your nose. nose. That's gross. Like, and you don't even see that. Now, uh, <laughs> you say it's gross like it's boogers or something. You're well, like, I have a beard. I have a, your nose. I have a beard just to avoid that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and a really good photographer can go into a, a software like Lightroom mm-hmm. um, or Photoshop, I suppose, and um, fix some parts of those problems. But you're not going to get a filter that does a very good job in Instagram that will, will save you from that. Right. So I think that, um, yeah, go find – on those cloudy days when it happens, when you look outside and it's foggy, mm-hmm. that's when I grab my camera. Yeah. Everything looks really neat. And, and the other thing that's kind of fun is when the sun is overhead – even if it's kind of cloudy, but the sun is overhead, mm-hmm. it's also a tough lighting situation. Yeah. And when the light is low, when the sun is low, either at sunrise or sunset, mm-hmm. it's shining through layers of clouds, mm-hmm. and it gives it color, and it gives it um, some diffusion. Like the golden hour. Golden hour on both sides, yeah. right? So um, I really encourage people, if they want great portraits, pictures of people in yeah. any way to shoot them at, at those extreme moments or wait for those cloudy days. Well, it makes sense. I mean, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to take a selfie in a bathroom mirror with like cheap fluorescent lighting directly over your you head. You would not want to do that. It'd be terrible. It so, would be terrible. You know, taking, this is taking the equivalent that photo. of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Photos at noon, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, and, uh, and I like natural light. Like we talked a little bit about yep. that. So this, that's the thing. If you have a and and there's always enough light. Yeah. So with those three pieces, you've always got enough light, 
Even tur- light. Even lighting from cloudy stuff and avoid noon. Yeah. Just that, and your pictures will be way, way cooler. Well, I can't wait for it to be cloudy and rainy so I can work on my portraits. <laughs> <laughs> I disappear. My phone starts ringing on cloudy days. People are like, hey, is it a day to be shot? It's like, yes, it is. Come on over. <laughs> Come on over. Um, so why don't you try that out and... Um, uh, should we be posting your pictures? Like, do you think uh, anyone that's wants really to? That's a good idea. Uh, Let's I, do that. I mean, I'd like to see them. I think maybe <laughs> other people would be curious. Okay, we'll start posting these in our show notes and um, and feedback in comments. Sounds good. All right, I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Ruben. <laughs>